welcome to Your Financial Planet podcast with David Valliere and the Synergy Capital Solutions team. This is the show that brings you synergistic financial strategies to help you enjoy the fullness of today and empower your next generation. Join us for this journey to help you synergize your finances. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Your Financial Planet. I'm your host, David Valliere, and today we're joined by Mark Burns, the lead portfolio manager from Synergy Capital Solutions to join the conversation about consumer confidence and consumer spending. Mark, thanks for joining us today. We want to talk a little bit about the background of the markets and the positioning of the consumer in terms of helping drive the market and also talk about consumer confidence in the markets. The economic background is driven off of the personal consumer experience and that being the case, we track things like consumer confidence, dissent, and everything else that uh, that goes with. The consumer represents about 70, 60 to 70% of our economic growth with corporate and government filling the, uh, the void elsewhere. So from a personal standpoint, the behaviors that we expect to see continuing uh, for the foreseeable future is really maintaining a semblance of distancing until we can see a vaccine. I had a chance to watch a, a PBS series on the Roosevelt. And when that was over, it went right into a polio experience back in the 1900s. And the, the thing that was kind of shocking with that is the polio experience with Roosevelt, who was the, not the norm, but they highlighted certain towns that were effectively shut down. And a couple takeaways from that was the behaviors that were exhibited from that virus, which was spreading. I'm no medical expert. I'm just trying to create a correlation between the experience of what consumers had back from the you know early mid 1900s. And a couple things to keep in mind is that was when March of Dimes came about, and uh, the March of Dimes campaign was started. They found that the consumer behavior out there was, we're not going to get a lot of big donors because the economy was drying up, very similar to what we see today. And so we're going to go after a lot of small donors with a a larger volume. And that's where $1.8 million worth of dimes were sent into the White House at that point. And that was the beginning of March of Dimes. I thought that was an interesting parallel to what we were pretty much experiencing Based upon the consumer confidence and based upon you know, what that experience was, I think what's going to happen going forward is that consumers and, and their personal lives are going to change where baby boomers, for example, are going to continue to assess and reassess the travel risk due to the health impact on cruises and so forth. We are seeing that people are booking cruises in 2021, but I think so there is some pent-up demand. The other um, item that uh, could come about is, which is not really good for the stock market, is that this is kind of a wake-up call uh, for individuals, as I heard uh, that about 70% of the populace has less than $1,000 in savings. And when you have an, an experience like this, consumers stop consuming and they start saving more. And, um, and that happened uh, basically with the great um, financial crisis and also with, uh, you know, throughout the depression period. So that being the case, you'll see uh, more people build up their savings on a just-in-case basis. And I think that 
correlates very well with the idea of a U or a W recovery, which means it can take longer to expect and people are going to be more conservative with their spending. So that's not good for the economic period. Okay, Mark. So tell me a little bit about consumer confidence in the markets right now. One of the phrases that I saw from one of our research analysts was quite interesting. They said that investors are better battle tested now and quote, they have investors still have scars from the financial crisis. And basically the, uh, what they're referencing is the share of households owning stocks fell to 50% roughly in 2016 from 62% in 2007, just before the financial crisis. What that tells us is that people got uh, more involved in savings, less comfortable with investing. And and now what's happened is uh, the last three years, um, the investing in stocks really hit only about 55%. What that tells us is that the consumer is probably going to save more but they're probably not going to add a lot of extra money to investments. Now, our experience with our clients has been very, very favorable where, number one, they're sticking with their long-term plans to begin with. Out of all the households we have, we have the majority of the clients are adding funds with the caveat that we need to make sure that we have enough savings on hand. So I think that planning and so forth on behalf of our clients has paid off uh, remarkably well. And that's exactly what the experience has been with the last several recessions and downturns that we've had. The other thing that is going to impact the personal side of the space is lower uh, long-term bond yields. 10-year treasury under 1% is not compelling. And I think that is going to be a uh, potential drag on the fixed income side, which is what we're doing from an investment committee standpoint is looking at how we can create what's called a sustainable income and sustainable growth of income. We think that's that's important. And uh, while high quality is there to protect capital, like cash and short-term bonds, I think trying to look for areas of high quality yield is one of the mandates and one of the tasks that our investment committee has been working very hard on. Okay, and how do you see consumer spending change? Retail stores are getting hit hard right now. More and more people are going online. Amazon is hitting all-time highs through this experience. That gives you a good idea of how the behaviors are changing and that really good companies are modifying to that. So I think, you know, ultimately along with that, sports venues and people continuing to be diligent about hygiene and being aware of the personal impact on others will continue to be in the, in the forefront. And I think the impact to the corporate world, if I could segue into that for a second, are highly tied to it. And what we what we have to keep in mind is, is that the between the corporate and the government experience so far, we've had unprecedented fiscal and monetary policy to help not just the consumer, which is a big part of the economy, but the corporate world. So what we're starting to see is a ramping up and uh, in a very, very short time period of the programs, you know, the PPP, Paycheck Protection Program, and so forth, which is one of the fiscal and monetary components that are out there, and with the Federal Reserve unprecedented liquidity and so forth in the, in the marketplace. The thing that's striking is that while these programs are very, very good to try to maintain employment and replace income that's lost and cover rent, one of the aspects that I don't believe it covers very well is 
What about the compensation to the owner and the small business who lost revenue, is paying their people, keeping their doors open, paying the rent with this program, but what kind of income do they have in order to pay their bills? And so that is lost profits that takes time to recover. That's one of the other things to uh, keep an eye on. So some of the experiences that I think we'll see is that there are corporations that are going to restructure and recover, and they're going to look at their ability to start up again and get back to norm, whether it be a small restaurant owner or a very large airline, they need to figure out how to get back into a normal, potential new normal work environment. Thank you, Mark, for your time today. For listeners who would like to reach out to Mark, you can reach him directly at hello, H-E-L-L-O, at synergycapitalsolutions.com or at synergycapitalsolutions.com. And for our listeners, thank you for listening. Please subscribe if you haven't already. Or if you'd like to share this, simply press share. Uh, once again, I'm your host, David Valliere, and we look forward to connecting with you next time. Thank you for listening to Your Financial Planet, the Synergize Your Capital podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Synergy Capital Solutions is a financial planning and investment management firm registered with Hightower Securities, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC and with Hightower Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities, LLC. Advisory services are offered through Hightower Advisors, LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free of risk, and there is no guarantee that the investment process or the investment opportunities referenced herein will be profitable. Past performance is not indicative of current or future performance and is not a guarantee. The investment opportunities referenced herein may not be suitable for all investors. All data and information referenced herein are from sources believed to be reliable. Any opinions, news, research, analysis, prices, or other information contained in this research is provided as general market commentary. It does not constitute investment advice. Synergy Capital Solutions and Hightower shall not in any way be liable for claims and make no expressed or implied representations or warranties as to the accuracy or completeness of the data or other information, or for statements or errors contained in or omissions from the obtained data and information referenced herein. The data and information are provided as of the date referenced. Such data and information are subject to change without notice. This podcast was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed are solely those of Synergy Capital Solutions and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors, LLC, or any of its affiliates. <laughs>